I'm back. It's not my weekend podcast with your boy Jerry G. It is Wednesday night, July 13. And how y'all doing out there, man? Feeling feeling uh feeling healthy, dog? Cause it's out there again. It's back. Guess who's back? The Rona wave is out there. People are catching it. People are dropping like flies full. And uh, I haven't gotten it. Gracias a Dios. But a lot of people around me dropping like flies. Friends, family, roommates that will remain unnamed. Um, yeah, bro. It's getting out there, fool. So um, hopefully I'm feeling better. The Rona has made its comeback, fool. Pinche Rona. Wait, pero I know people are getting it and they're getting really sick. I know Christian had it. Um Jesus, I don't know if he's told you guys, but he's not feeling so well last few days. He's, uh, I believe he has it. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that out loud, but he's been here in his room fucking dying. Um, just friends, dog, and people, dude, and uh, we're kind of, it's not we're kind of, not me. No, 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 knock on wood, knock on wood. It's getting out there, fool. So I hope you guys are feeling better, feeling good out there, um, staying safe. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I have not, I've yet to war, wear a, a fucking mask. I'm not. I'm not I'm not trying to go back to a mask fool. First of all, no tengo, güey. No tengo. Y me duele. Me duele. Me da rabia. Just thinking about having to buy another box of masks, fool. I haven't done it yet, fool. I haven't done it. But I am keeping clean, safe, and uh, as much as possible. I haven't been home much thanks to my roommate here. Um, been everywhere but, there, but home. And... Uh, but he's feeling much better today. Your prayers are helping. Ay, 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 ay. Um, yeah, dog. Fuck that shit, man, right? I'm fucking over that thing, fool. I'm over it, dog. The last thing I want to do is wear a freaking mask, fool. God damn, I hate doing that shit. But uh, we got to do what we got to do to get past this shit, man. It's a, it's a COVID comeback. Definitely COVID comeback. And uh, yeah, I think I'm t- it's time for me to get boosted up. Boost it. Let's do this been a minute i think i got it back in january so i should be getting that shit again we'll see what's up from but other than that i had a good weekend dog i was out there in uh brawley california brawley shout out to the homie adan romo yes adan romo we become pretty good friends keep in touch here and there give him my number and uh i've been out to like brawley el centro area a few times now maybe three four five times and I was out there with Chingo Bling, which, by the way, he, not his his wifey, uh, apparently is not feeling too good after that trip, if you know what I mean. Uh, she's feeling a little Rona-ish herself, but uh, it's, it's out there, fool. Again, I didn't get it. Not yet. I've been staying away from people. I've been a good boy, not getting too close to people, if you know what I mean. Wink, wink. Uh, I've, been being, I've been a good boy. I'm being a good boy, a good, a, a good person, uh, a good partner. And uh, just staying safe, mas que nada, we staying clear from all the all the fuchiness out there, fool. Um, but I was in Brawley, California. Great show. I was out there with Chingo Bling, packed out, fucking show. I had a blast with people out there, fool. Uh, like I said, shout out to the homie Adan Romo, and uh, he's a. Uh, for those of you know who baseball, for those of you know who who know about baseball, he's actually the first cousin, and he looks like that motherfucker of Sergio Romo. Uh, pitcher, you may know him from his championship days with the bleh, bleh, San Francisco. Bleh, bleh, can't even say it, fool. San Francisco. Bleh, 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 bleh. I feel like I'm going to yak, dog. 
the Yank, the Yang, the those, you know what I mean. That team from the fucking Bay Area, the rival of the Dodgers, and um, Sergio Romer won, believe three, three championships with those fools. But uh, yeah, I got I met his cousin one time. I was out there, and he looks, he looks just like him, like a little mini version of that fool. And uh, we've been uh, pretty cool friends, though. He's out there hanging out. His wife. La Picosita, La Picosita, I believe Carla, right? So I'm bringing it up because, you know, I ran into them there and they're like, hey, man, my wife, dog, she's mad, fool. My wife is mad, dog, because you always shot me out in the American Wannabes or in your, on your podcast, you shot me out and you never shot her out. And to be honest with you, fool, I don't even listen to your shit. It's my wife. It's my wife who's a super fan and a Patreon listener of the American wannabes. And so she gets upset because every time you bring up El Centro or Brawley, you bring me up as you like, we hung out when it's actually her who's dragging me out to the shows because she's the one that finds out that you're coming into town. Like, I don't even know that you're coming until she tells me because she listens to every American wannabes episode and yours as well. So when you said Brawley, She's like, what the hell? Did he just say Brawley? Because I didn't really like make a big fuss about it because it wasn't my show. It's Chingo Bling show. Dog, I was opening. I was hanging out. I was featuring. It's not my thing, fool. I'm just there to hang out and, and do my thing, fool. So I just kind of like slid it in there and said, yeah, I'll be in Brawley this weekend or whatever the fuck. And she's like, what? She told her hubby and she brings him out. But she's like, but you always you always shout me out and you never shout her out. She 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 let it be known too, fool. When she saw me, she's like, hey, wait a minute, I'm gonna tell you something. She had a couple of drinks. I have to tell you something. I'm I'm the one that listens to you. I'm the one that supports you. I'm the one that helps raise your kids with the Patreon membership. And I'm like, oh, oh, do you have my attention? You have my attention. I gave her a free shirt. I gave her a free shirt. And um, I told her how much I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, she's cool as shit, dog. Cool people. She gets it. She gets the humor. She gets it. And uh, so shout outs to La Picosita, a.k.a. Adan's wife. Right? So shout outs to you motherfuckers. And it was fun up there, bro. I I, I can't lie. It was a great, great time for... Um, Good to be out there doing my thing again. I like, I like what I, what I like. Look, man, Chingo Bling is my boy. I'm always gonna, I'm always gonna say it, regardless, fool. Always, and I've told you many times why. All right, this is a motherfucker who opened doors for me, fool. Gave me my first opportunity to be on Netflix, to be on that type of fucking, you know, platform, fool. He made that happen, Dick. He didn't have to. I've shared his story many times. He actually fought for me to be on that damn special. The producers, the directors, did not believe in me, fool. They did not. They liked Jesus, Zepobra, and they liked John Stringer. They're like, these two are good. The third guy, they were throwing out other names, fool. How about this guy? How about that guy? How about this guy? And they're like, and then Chingo's like, no, Jerry, man, Jerry's funny. Jerry's good. And they're like, yeah, but he talks about, like, dad stuff and, you know, we want to do more of a party angle, you know, party, single life, y la chingada, and this, you know, at that time, 
that was what Chingo was doing. Fu, puro pinche party. Y que la this, y que la that, right? That was his thing, fu. And then Jesus doing his fucking, he's young, you know, fucking mid-twenties doing his thing. John Stringer doing his wacky shit that he does, fu. And I'm over here with, uh, I love my kids, especially when it's not my weekend. Anybody? Anybody? Huh? Any old heads in here? They thought I was too old head for that shit, dog. And so they wanted somebody more young, spicy, fun, like John and Jesus are. Right? So, but Chingo at the time, you know, he's not calling out the shots. He's just referring people to these guys. Like, this is what I like. This is what I want. But they had the ultimate say. But he fought for me, bro. So that's why I'll never, ever fucking forget that about my boy Chingo, dog. And still today, we're cool, dog. When we get together, we don't talk, talk as much anymore. You know, we shot that special in January 2017. It released in July of 2017. And ever since then, we've been obviously really close friends. And then he took a sharp left turn. Literally. No, sharp right turn. Sharp right turn. If you know what I mean, right. He, he took a very right conservative turn. Right. And took some red pills along the way. And he knows it. He owns it. He is who he is. I still love the motherfucker, dog. Doesn't change who he is as a person. Inside. Ay, ay, ay. Inside in his heart. Uh, we're still homies, bro. But, you know, he took a stance. And his stance is America. America first. That's his stance, fool. All right? Me, I'm more like, I don't know. I can go either way, fool. I don't give a shit. I can barely vote, fool. I almost, I almost don't vote. I do vote. But not as much as I should. Um, but anyways, so he took some little backlash, right? So for some of us, paisas, some of us brownies, fool. He took a little fucking push, push, push back on that. But he owns it. He owns it. He is who he is, fool. All right? He has a fucking fan base. He has a following. There's a fan base for everything, fool. All right? Everything. And he found that niche, fool. I don't, know, I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. Niche, 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 niche. That shit. He found it, fool. All right? And with all that said, we're still friends, fool. And we still help each other out, dog. All right? And he still hits me up. Now, I don't tour with him as much. Not for that reason. Just because, obviously, I've, I've outgrown him. Ay, 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 ay. I'm my own person, too, fool. Thanks to that Netflix special, doors open for me, dog. Gracias a eso, we. Now, HBO came looking for me, Right? Now they're like, hey, 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 who, who, who's this guy? This guy's pretty good. That fucking kid shit, pretty funny. Hey, 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 do that shit over here, fool. Bring that shit over here. All right? Porque sincero, even though, and because he was right, fool. Now I'm not, I'm not just saying that because I know me and I know that I'm good and I know that I'm funny. I, but I, I got a lot of attention from that shit. I got a lot of traction from that special, fool. You know? Uh, I'm, I'm not saying I was the funniest one on that special. I'm not going to say that out loud. But some people may think that. I don't know. They may be wrong. But some people think I was pretty good on it. Right? But some people think Jesus was the best. Some think people think John Stringer was the best. Hey, cada quien. Like I said like two seconds earlier, there's a fucking market for everybody. Fool. All right? And it's not about who was better that day. It's about how well we all did individually, fool. And we all did great individually, fool. And it helped us out since then, fool. All right? 
And it continues to help me out, fool. All right? So anyways, what I'm trying to say is that I don't get to open. I don't consider myself an opener no more. And I say that todo con todo confianza y con todo respeto, wey. With all due respect. I am my own man now. All right, fool? Uh, you know? So I'm a headliner. All right? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right? But I'm also a human being. And I, resp- and I know where I'm at. And I also know that I can still open for people. I just, be, I'm more selective about who I open for. for. I'm not going to just open for anybody, wait. All right? You're not going to see me, me opening for Raul Reyes. <laughs> right? It's not going to be Raul Reyes featuring and also Jerry Garcia. No, 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 no. Easy, easy there. Not yet, compa. Not yet. I will open for acts that are bigger names who are bigger than me who can draw more than me of course I'm, i have no ego when it comes to that i know that chingo bling is a bigger name has a bigger audience has a bigger reach has a bigger trajectoria ay, 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 right there's an of course and i open for the legend paul pa rodriguez very happy to do that any any time and take a back seat on that right and be the opening act and help him carry his fucking i don't care he don't have um Pinche uh, merchandise Nah But whatever I can do to help I'm there I'm the opener for. Alright I have no ego When it comes to that Alright Anybody else who's equal to me Then I'm willing to Take a back seat Like with Jesus Hey Jesus Jesus and I I see him as an equal I don't think I'm bigger than him And I don't think he's bigger than me Alright We're equal fool. I will say that Alright uh, But I have no problem Opening for Jesus Sepulveda, Doc. We're equals. We're friends. We're partners. We're in a domestic partnership together. We're raising my kids together. That sounds gay as shit, but it's true. <laughs> All right? Um, what I'm trying to say is that, Doc, like, I've kind of outgrown opening for Chingo, so I'll just do it here and there every once in a while. He'll hit me up, especially when he's in Cali, which El Centro and Brawley technically still is. Even though it feels like Arizona, right? That fucking place is so hot, nasty hot. Full. I was telling people out there, it's like, yeah, like everyone, like everyone that I was wanted, Arizona weather with California taxes. That's what fucking El Centro and Broly is. Good job, guys. Good job. That's everybody's wish, right? Anyways, um, anyway, so I was out there full, and uh, it was I had a fun full. I had a lot of fun, fucking fun. And right, um, what else going on? What else? What 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 else going on here? That what else? Going on? Uh, I had a few things to talk about. Fool, I got some shout outs. People hitting me up about Tragos Amargos podcast. Fucking uh, pinche uh, Vicente Fernandez episode dropped yesterday, bro. Getting great feedback. Thank you to everybody who's listening to it. Fool, this was a fun one. This this is where we start to hit our stride. Fool. All right, this this is like episode four, all right. And the way they're being released is a pretty much the way we recorded them, and you can tell the difference how we start to really get comfortable. That's why we did Tigres early first or second because he wanted me to come out shot, you know, shots firing, fool. And Tigres, I know Tigres like the back of my hand, dog. So I was able to fucking talk all day about him. Ramon Ayala, we had to pay respects to the great one, Ramon. Ayala, uh, you know, Tragos Amargos is the name of the fucking podcast, you know? So we had to play some 
pay honor to the man, right? And we have fun. Selena, again, I knew Selena was going to be a little rocky situation. I still enjoyed it. We, we, you know, we live in an era where we have, where it's equality, equality, right? We have to include, inclusive, that's the word, inclusive, inclusivity is the word, I believe, that I had to Google earlier to, and have a Selena, and Selena earns, and she deserves all the respect in the world. So she definitely needed. But some people were like, yeah, that episode was a little like, eh. Yeah, I think we ran out of gas on that one. We're a little tired on that one, but uh, we came back strong with Vicente. For I think you guys will enjoy Vicente. Uh, in fact, I'm getting some little bit of feedback from people. Shout out to the homie Fernie Jacinto. He texted me the other day. He's like, "Great episode on the Vicente Fernandez dog." Uh, you missed a song, fool. You missed a song. You should have put. Uh, oh, here he texted me a song, fool. Let me fucking find it here, dog. And he's right, fool. I love this song. This is a song that I've, I've brought up a couple of times and quoted it before, but I always forget the lyrics. But when I hear it, oh, oh, this is something that I actually avoid because it's so good and it is like so sad and it's so beautiful. It's about his father. Cuando yo quería ser grande. Cuando yo quería ser grande. It's the one that it's a tribute to his father. And he talks about his dad growing older and slower and more ginger. He's walking gingerly and it's just more like less and less of who he was one time. Right. And that's what my father is. I've told you guys many times. I did it for Father's Day episode. This is a song. Cuando que yo quería ser grande. He told me, hey, fool, you forgot that song. And at first, it didn't hit, right? When he texted me that, I'm like, I think that's a wax song, fool. And then I heard it. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's the song I was thinking. That's the song I wanted to talk about. I forgot it, dog. But, uh, yeah. we could, And then somebody else. Uh, shout out to Danny Salas. Danny Salas from the Woodcraft Rangers. Also a big fan. Uh, I don't know if he listens to this ep- this podcast, but I know he listens to American Wannabes for sure. And he hit me up like, bro, Tragos Amargos, bro. You're killing it full. Great, great fucking show. I'm enjoying everything. I'm learning so much. Uh, this Vicente Fernandez episode, you knocked it out of the ballpark. I, I feel like you could have talked about Chente for hours. That's what it felt like. Uh, I feel like you guys could have kept going, but you cut it a little, like you cut it. When you think, I think you should got to shit. You start a lot more into in more you guys, and it's true, dog. Because Vicente tiene una trayectoria, ay ay ay, trayectoria enorme, way, and he has a long list of hits and a library of non-stop fire ass songs, fool. And he's right, fool. He's right. I think it's one of those things where like we didn't want to drag it on a little long, but he's right, fool. Now listening to this episode of Vicente Fernandez, I'm like, fuck, we should have talked about this song. We should have talked about that song. We didn't touch on this song that much. We should have gotten into a little bit more detail or deeper on this one. But it is what it is, fool. We still had a fun time with that episode, and I think people are really enjoying this one, dog. Um, yeah, Chente is Chente. I, I, you know, I come off the bat on that episode saying that I'm not the biggest Chente fan. He is a glamorized karaoke singer. He is known for his his su voz, way his voice, right? The songs, how great of a singer he is. He is the Mexican Frank Sinatra, full for sure, full. If Juan Gabriel is the Mexican Elton John, this guy is a Mexican Frank Sinatra, full, and he sang some great hits. He's no longer with us, 
unfortunately, but deserves. He is one of the goats of all time. But without that said, I did say disclaimer. I have never been a really big Chente song, only because it's the genre. I think is what it is for me. Rancheras is not something. It's like it's not my go-to. That's all it is. It's not my go-to for. Um, so that's why. That's the only reason. I'm more of a norteño guy, right? Uh, baladas, you could say. You know, grupero. Grupero's my shit. That's my shit. So when it comes to rancheras, yeah, it's there. But okay, fine, whatever. But no one in our in our era, at least, no one's better than Vicente Fernandez. Now there's other eras. There's Jose Alfredo Jimenez. There's Jorge Negrete. There's Pinche Antonio Aguilar. Those are great eras as well. Those are beautiful, great singers. Fool. Uh, but in our era, 80s, 90s, 2000s, Vicente Fernandez way, without a doubt, right? That's what it is. But Chente's a shift. When there's so many more songs that we could have talked about with Chente, we could have we could have gone all day. Um, but I think we stopped it at a good spot too. We did our thing full and and uh, we hooked it up full. We hooked it up, and I think we paid a great tribute to him, well deserved tribute. And, and that's Chente full. What you gonna do, right? Tragos Amargos podcast. If you haven't checked it out, please do so full. The American wannabes as well, dog. And I appreciate everybody who listens to this podcast, man. You guys. You guys make me keep going, bro. Like every time an episode drops, I always get cool little feedback from people, cool little comments. And uh, I actually this time screenshotted a few of them. For I don't know if it's from this episode, but this time every time uh, somebody will screenshot me a, a, a thing from there, I will be like, all right, I got to say that for I got I to gotta say what's up. Like shout out to my homie, Abraham Perez. Abraham Perez. Que onda, Jerry? How you been, dog? Fucking podcasts you've been putting out are hitting, bro. Hella funny. I'm like, thanks, fool. AB from Denver, Colorado, fool. Uh, I'm going to back out to Colorado in, in October, wait, October, fool. So hopefully the weather's pretty good. Not too crazy. But remember when I told you guys that I was in Colorado? I went in June thinking, oh, man, it's warm. It's beautiful. It's on. Nah, wait, I didn't do that good in ticket sales because guess what? People in Colorado, when it's warm, are doing anything but going indoors anywhere. Fool. They're going to be outdoors for a few hours that they have of beautiful sunshine. Fool. So they are, they like, when it comes to cold weather, which is typically a lot of during the year, that's when people come out to shows, which is fucking crazy, dog. Crazy. Right? Because as soon as this shit drops to 65 degrees here in LA, I got it on. I'm in fucking, I, I'm hibernating, bro. I ain't going out anywhere. For not even to throw away the trash, fool. I'm done, fool. I'm indoors. But in other places, such as Chicago and the Northeast, y la chingada, that's their time to shine, fool, for some fucking crazy frozen reason. That's when they come out to the shows, fool, when it's cold. Uh, it makes no sense to me, fool. But I get it. I'm not going to judge, fool. This is a no judge, no judge zone free episode, fool. All right. All right, wait. Shout out to AB. I have a couple more shout outs when we come back. Let me take a break because it's just heating up here. Heating up. Uh, do a few more minutes when we come back. Wrap this shit up and call it a week, fool. All right. Let's do this. Take a break. I'm back. Late. All right, all right, I'm back, I'm back. It is still Wednesday night, dog. Can you believe that, fool? Took a quick little 10-minute break. Check on the kids, fool. It's almost 10 o'clock here, fool. It's almost bedtime, fool. Weekday, I went to my kids' basketball game. Um, they're playing the Summer League tournament. 
And let me tell you, fool, a quick update. A quick update. I don't know if it's a change of coaching staff that we've had because there's a certain assistant coach who's not with the team right now, but the Spartans, the Huntington Park Spartans, let me tell you, have are on a five-game winning streak, fool. I don't know if that has anything to do with my son's uh, lack of playing time or uh, diminished playing time. But ever since they've been cutting his minutes, they've been playing a lot better. That's for sure. It's something I have been telling the coach. That number three right there, ugh, ugh. I know I brought him. I know he looks like me. I know he sounds like me. But ugh, ugh. the team seems to not do it as well when he's on the court. <laughs> uh, now, for my son is the backup point card. He's only a ninth grader going into 10th, relaxed, playing with varsity for the summer league. So he has a little, he's still learning some stuff, dog. And uh, he came back from a concussion. And then he got his air knocked out the other day. Um, so, yeah, fool. It's the, I think he's a little, he's playing a little scared right now, fool, because of the of, of the the golpes he's been going through. But I think uh, he's, he's coming along well, fine, fool. I don't mind. I'm not that parent, fool. I'm not that dad, fool. Hey, play my son. Play him. He gets about, the games are what? Uh, 40 minutes long, two 20-minute halves. He plays like 10 to 15 minutes, fool. He's the backup. He comes in and plays like five, seven minutes at a time each half. Um, that's good. He gets to run around for a little bit. Um, he has some more learning to do. I'm on him. I know he gets a little frustrated. Porque lo regaño, wey. And uh, I taught him today, look, man, I tell you this because, look, have you heard of the saying, um, those who can't teach? <laughs> Oh, that's why I go by full. All right, that's my thing here, full. I was never the best basketball player, full, but I can t- trust me. I may not be a good father, dog. I may not be a good citizen, a good role model, right? A good neighbor, a good boyfriend, a good husband. But let me tell you what I am, full. I know sports, full. I know that. All right, and uh, let me give you that knowledge, full. All right, I may not leave you with much many other things. I, I, I may I may not be able to teach you how to change a tire, right? Or mow a lawn or clean a gutter. But I can teach you the triangle offense, fool, which I learned from watching Phil Jackson in his early 2000s Lakers and 90s Bulls, all right? <laughs> um, yeah, fool, nah, he's doing fine. Nah. He's doing fine. The team itself is improving a lot. The starters, the upperclassmen who are supposed to be playing better, doing much more, are doing it. And the Spartans are looking pretty good. Five games in a row they've won. And very good games they've played against very good opponents. So I'll give them that. I'll definitely give them that. I'm proud. I'm proud of the team entirely, fool. Uh, I like uh, when I go to the games, I'll be like, uh, whenever uh, uh, some random kid scores from, from the Spartans, of course, I get a little excited for that kid. You know, he's, he's worked his butt off. So I'll be like, Gracias, that's Miko. That's my son right there. And people turn out like, damn, fool, he looks nothing like you, dog. You should definitely think about taking DNA tests. Um, but uh, yeah, fool, there's this big ass kid. Fool, he's like six, eight, maybe six, nine, big old grandolone, fucking big ass tree trunk, fool. Looking like Raul Reyes' kid, fool. Uh, and he's come a long way. He's playing really well. And I'll be saying, that's my son right there, dog. That's my son. Yeah, fool, you, you. Five foot fucking seven with a six foot eight son. Yeah. 
you may want to check who the fucking who's delivering Amazon packages to your wife, dog, because that's not your son, fool. Um, anyways, um, it was fun though. I like going to games, fool. I like going to games. I like, I like share, I like sharing my knowledge. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let me touch on sports real quick, ladies. Please give me a second here. Uh, the Dodgers are going into All Star break in first place. Uh, they were on like on a six game winning streak. They gave up the booty yesterday to the Cardinals, a game they should have won on Tuesday. They should have won that fucking game. But pinche Max Muncy and sorry as Cody Bellinger and sorry as Justin Turner and all these sorry as even Trace Thompson, fool, I'm over you too, dog. The honeymoon is over, compa. All these chokers, fool, choking with bases loaded, no outs, fool. Get the hell out of here, dog. Get the hell out of here with that chin. We should have won that game. But today... They redeemed themselves. They came back. They were down 6 nothing. All right? And Pinche Gonsolin gave up five runs. Our best pitcher of the year. Undefeated at 11-0. All-star uh, nominated. He's in the all-star game. He fucking gave up five runs. Son of a bitch. I'm hoping, I'm hoping they're not catching on to this guy and studying him and figuring him out. That's what I'm afraid of, dog. Because that's what happened with Alex freaking Wood a couple years ago, 2019 or so, right? This fool went 11 and 0, 11 and 1 into the All Star game. Of course, he made the All Star team because of his record of 11 and 1. Looked good, looked like a fucking up and coming ace. And guess what he did in the second half of that season, fool? He ate the biggest nuts and dick, fool. He did, fool. He went like three and eight second half, fool. No manches, way. And that's what I'm afraid Tony Gonsolin would do. I, I'm more confident in Tony Gonsolin because the Dodgers are aware of what happened with Alex Wood. And they're not, they don't want that to happen with this guy. California Sun Insurance, dog. That's where I get my car insurance, bro. And let me tell you, dog, I'm going to be a key legit way. No one should be insuring me, fool. Not only should I, do I have a DUI, but I have the worst driving record ever, fool. I've got a ticket for everything you can ever think about, dog. I shouldn't be on the road, fool. But California Sun Insurance hooked it up. And not only did they hook it up, bro, I'm paying less insurance money than I ever paid before, dog. Let me tell you, fool, I've tried them all. I went to a insurance dog first of all fool she couldn't hook it up and she doesn't even look like that bro photoshop much let me tell you dog but california sun insurance is the real deal they'll hook you up with insurance for your rv for your boat for your motorcycle they'll even help you out with your auto registration compa 3638 east florence avenue huntington park california 90255 323-553-9009 california sun insurance tell them jerry g sent you Tragos Amargos episode 3 has dropped now, fool. Listen to it on all your medias you can, fool. We got the YouTube channel, dog. Comedian Jerry G. We got iTunes. We got Spotify. It's everywhere. Tragos Amargo podcast episode 3. Selena is live now. Listen to it. Let me know. Hit me up. All right, sorry about that. I got cut off. But that's enough. That's enough. Tony Gonsolin talk. You'll be fine. I hope they'll figure it out. Jesus, he gave five runs today. Way too many. Let's get that shit fixed up. All right, moving on. But the Dodgers do have four All-Stars in the All-Star game this Tuesday, which I'm I'm going. I'm going to the All-Star game, dog. Yes. I came up on four tickets. 
I think I may have overpaid, but it's worth it. For I'm taking the kids, fool, and uh, these are not my baby's mama's tickets. She couldn't come through for boy, and so I had to purchase these tickets somewhere else. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna be up in the top deck, way up in the top deck, fool. That's what I can afford right now, fool. But at least I'm in there. I'm in the game. I'm in the stadium, fool. I actually wanted to go to the home run derby, fool, but I can't. I have to choose one or the other, fool. I can't afford both. All right, so all-star game it is, though. I can't wait, fool. Looks like Kershaw, hopefully he's going to start. He is in the all-star game. He's been selected. Not sure if he's a starter yet, but I'm pretty sure he is going to start. Tony Gonsolin, who I just finished venting about, is going to be there. He deserves it. And, of course, Mookie Betts, who I named my dog after. Mookie Betts will be there. And Trey Turner. Trey Turner... I love Trey Turner, dog. Fucking killing it this year. But less and less, I believe he'll be back, fool. There's more and more rumblings. I'm hearing to these Dodger talks, these Dodger forums, following the Dodger Twitters. And I think he may not come back next year, fool. That's fucked up. It looks like they're going to give a shot to Gavin Lux at shortstop, which I'm not too crazy about, fool. I'm not. But he's going to probably be option, like, B, they are going to go for a big name at short. Who? I'm not sh- I'm not sure, dog. Swanson is up there, out there from the Braves. Not too excited about that guy. Carlos Correa is going to be out there and available. Yes, that Carlos Correa from the Houston Astros, a fucking cheater, dog, and one of the worst fucking individuals out there. But time heals everything, guys. Time heals everything. Uh, let me tell you how I feel about him. Maybe possibly signing with the Dodgers. He is one of the best shortstops out there, fool. He is. They say he's a great clubhouse guy and a great leader, and and a great cheater, fool. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, man. I guess it hurts, fool. I'm not gonna lie. The wound is still there. The scar, the scar is still there. But like all scars, they heal. And I'm not saying I would uh, welcome him with open arms, fool, but I am willing to allow it and just let it happen, fool. Let it happen like like prison sex, fool. Just let it happen, (laughs) fool. I don't know what to say, Doc. I don't know what to say, fool, but he is like one of the best top shortstops available, free agent at the end of the year, fool. So you're just going to ignore a great... Shortstop out there when we are in need of one. I don't know. I know. I know, fool. I know. But look, how many of us have taken back a partner who's cheated on us? How many of us? Let's raise our hands here. Yes, you. You right there driving on the freeway. Tu anyway. Raise your hand, fool. We've all been there. And um, again, it's not. he's not on my priority list or my wish list. Or my to-do list. But if we end up signing him, fool, it's gonna, it's not going to take long before I start cheering for this motherfucker, dog. Yeah. Because I've said it before with LeBron James and even, rest in peace, Mr. Kobe Bryant, fool. I cheer for the uniform, dog. I cheer for the players in that home team dugout. The boys in blue. That's why I cheer for, dog. So anybody that puts on that uniform... I'm going to cheer for that motherfucker, dog. Uh, and I say that about Kobe because I'm always say that I love Kobe. He's my, one of my favorite players. But if he wasn't a Laker, I wouldn't be a Kobe Bryant fan, dog. If he was a Warrior, 
you know, a Nick, Bull. I would not be a fucking Kobe Bryant fan, dog. You know, that's just what I'm saying about that. And LeBron James, I had never, ever, ever in my life rooted for LeBron James before he was a Laker. Ever. Ever. But he's a Laker. And he's our best player. And our captain. And uh, he's led us to a championship. And I'm going to cheer for this motherfucker as long as he has a Laker jersey. So I feel somewhat the same way when it comes to Carlos Correa. Even though this fool hurt us really bad, um, cheating wise, fool, like not even, not even in a fair game, bro, in a fair battle, bro. He was part of a scheme that they put together to help them win a championship and defeat us in an unequal playing field, bro. And he was a part of that, fool. And. Yeah, every one of those motherfuckers, I, even just hearing their names irk me, fool. The Altuves and that fucking idiot third baseman they have. And all the motherfuckers are part of that team. Fuck those guys, fool. Fuck those guys, dog. And that includes Correa right now because he's not a Dodger. Fuck him, too. Yeah, I know he's in Minnesota. Springer and Toronto. Fuck you, too. All of them, fool. All of them. But once they put on that Dodger jersey, fool, yeah, you almost have to embrace it eventually, at least eventually, if not right away, soon. Because they are going to play hard for you. They are going to give you everything on that field to win us games and bring us a championship. So I have no choice but to root for that effort. All right? Uh, now, like Freddie Freeman, I've always liked Freddie Freeman from afar. Dog. I've always said it. This guy, he was hard not to like. You know, he's a guy who has a lot of charisma and he was just one of those guys who you gravitate and be like dude look at this guy he's fucking dope fool even though he was the braves he's a bad motherfucker um trey turner killed us when he was with washington fool in that playoff series killed us but i never said fuck that guy he's just trey turner that's who he is he plays for the nationals he had a good fucking season whatever but now he's a dodger and they're my one of my favorite dodgers right now fool. so i don't know i'll tell you that I mean, there are special circumstances. Uh, like if Kershaw would have left to the Rangers, that would have been all right because he gave us his best years. So he would give us 12 years if he would have left. He's on his 13th year or so. Um, I was still like low-key. Like you still kind of root for Jock Peterson, even though he's the fucking Sanford. Right? He's an all-star starter. You can't help but feel happy for him only because he was a great Dodger. And he gave it all, his all with us. And yeah, he couldn't hit left-handed hitting. But he, other than that, he fucking, you know, he did a lot of good things out here in LA, fool. And he was fun to watch. Exciting. And now he's gone on. And we got rid of him. We let him go. We didn't offer him a contract. We didn't offer him what he wanted. So he had to move on. And he went to what? Where'd he go? The Cubs first? You know, he had to go on. And good for him. Right? So anyways, those are different circumstances, dog, what I'm trying to tell you. All right, that's in the sports. Fuck that shit, dog. Saguita la gente, wey. Saguita la gente. All right, let's get back to some of these shout-outs, fool. Let me see. I got a couple of shout-outs before we wrap things up, fool. Uh, let me see here. Let me see here. Uh, uh, shout-out goes out to Lizzie Zamora. Or, may I, or should I say, La Señora Zamora. 
She got married this last weekend. And uh, shout outs to you. Uh, she's like, I would have invited you, but you wouldn't come. I'm like, no, you're right. I would not have come. Correct. I don't endorse marriages, weddings. I'm, there's two things I don't support, weddings and funerals. Uh, I'm not saying I don't support it as in I wouldn't go to a funeral, but I don't want to hear about anybody dying or passing away. That's not cool, man. And I don't want to hear about anybody tying the knot, fool. That's not cool either, dog. That's not, all right? Um, now, I'm happy for her, dog. She's chick, super cool people, big fan, huge follower, awesome supporter, fool. Got married to the love of her life and all love to that dog. Shows that love does exist. Love does exist. Weddings, right? Fuck, right? Apparently, there's like a bunch of weddings going on right now because of COVID. Bunch were postponed. You lucky bastards. But the time has come now to go through with it, fool, and get married, right? Um, how do I feel about marriages? I clown a lot. I talk a lot of shit, fool. But it's just one of those things that I was never a fan of, fool. And, uh, you know, I feel I, I felt I married the right person when I got married back in, I don't know, I want to say 05 or something. I got married 06. Um, I married the right person. That wasn't the problem. I was happy with her, fool. It was good. I knew it. But once you get married, everything changes, right? It's a, It gets real. Shit gets real. And some people, like yours truly, are not ready for such domestication, all right? And the problem is, the thing, here's the thing, the thing that I'm saying this out loud, fool, because I know this now. I've Obviously, at the time when I went through with it, uh, I, I had doubts in my head. I had doubts. But the point is, I went through with it hoping for the best. And you should never go into a wedding or marriage hoping for the best, fool. You should be able to marry that person like, Without even thinking it twice, it has to be natural and instinctful that you want to be with that person forever. Now, that shit back then and still today, you could say it scares you. It scares me, fool. It scares me knowing that this is it. This is it. I am responsible for this person. I have to be with that person 24 7. You know, stay true, stay loyal, stay all that shit. It's easier said than done for some people, not for everybody. I've learned that. I learned that some people are born for this and are ready for this and are committed for this and all power to you, fool. That's why I'm not against like, oh, don't do it. I say clowning, fool. If you're doing it, of course, I wish you the best. But for me, for me, it wasn't that, fool. Like I was, I was at least at that time, I got married in my mid-20s, 26 or 27, uh, 20, I was like 26, and I knew at the time that I wasn't ready. I hadn't let it all out yet, fool. I hadn't, fool. I still wanted to fuck around, and un unfortunately, the thing is that I was in the situation where I knew I had the right person next to me. It was never about her or her fault, but us guys, me in particular, were fucking dumb sometimes, fool, especially at that age still, fool. And when you're not ready, you're not ready, fool. And I went in there just hoping for the best, fool. You know, I, I say, look, man, a famous thing that happened to me that, that happened that night at that wedding party reception uh, where my friends would tell you. Uh, I remember, obviously, having some drinks under me, some beers under me. Um, I remember saying, somebody asking me, I'm not going to say who it was, but I, I kind of remember who it was. But they're like, how do you feel, man? Nice party. What do you think about the fucking party and shit? I'm like, I'm just like, yo, man, I'm I'm looking around like where the hoes at kind of shit. 
And that's not cool. I mean, I said it jokingly, but at the same time, kind of serious. Like, I remember there was one girl in particular at my wedding who I didn't know. Somebody invited her, you know, friend of my chick's side. And she was fucking hot, fool. And that's one of the moments I realized, like, bro, I'm still, like, checking out this chick at my wedding, fool. Like, I'm over here hoping she lines up to the dollar dance so I could dance with her, fool, at my wedding, bro. You know, like, that's not cool, fool. Like, and right there and then I knew, like, I'm not ready to get married, fool. I'm just not. And that's fucked up, bro. That was fucked up. Now, I went in with it hoping, you know, again, going back, you know, with the best intentions, knowing, once again, knowing that I had a good girl next to me, fool. Pero yo de pendejo, wey, todavía, wey. I remember, fool, si, no, wey, si les dije las cosas que hice en mi bachelor party, wey. No manches, wey. No manches, las cosas que hice en mi bachelor party leading up to that week, fool. That weekend, because I got married on a Sunday, that Thursday, that Friday, that Saturday. Bro, man, things I'm not proud of. I did that weekend, fool. Supposedly me letting, getting it all out of my system. Nah, fool. I was still that person, dog. I wasn't getting out of my system, fool. I, that was me still, fool. And that's where I came to realize later in my marriage that, fuck, you know, now I got to make this work. Like, I don't want this to fail, dog. I have to make this work. And that's fucked up, man. That's fucked up. That was marriages for me, fool, and marriage. And it was hard, dog. It was hard, and I'm not proud of it. I wish I would have gone in there with a better mindset, better energy, all that, fool. There's so much shit that I regret of who I was and what I was at that time, fool. And, uh, I, you know, I kept thinking the kids will make it better. I had one, then I had another. And I'm thinking, well, fuck, maybe our, once our careers are, you know, are established maybe that'll get better once you know i start getting to comedy then i'll be like all right that's my outlet to still be myself and be me but that got out of hand i started partying a little too hard and drinking a little too much and having a little too much fun wink wink and oh man it was bad guys it was bad fool like it's like with all that it's it's something that you know, again, it's hard to talk about. Fool. I'm just talking about it with you guys because I feel I can do that with you now after over 100 episodes, fool. But, you know, my my ex-wife knows this, fool. Like, even today, like, I still, like, you know, I, I want to make it up to her, fool. And, you know, not as a husband, but as a good co-parent, as a good friend, as a good partner, as whatever the fuck she sees me as. I, I still have so much guilt in me, fool. Like, I have so much guilt, you know, um... There's no love anymore like there there anymore. Like I don't love her and I know she doesn't love me anymore. Not like that. That love has grown into a different type of love, a respect type of stuff, like a partnership, um, like a business partnership almost full, like where you both want to succeed in something together, which is our kids. And that's our drive now. That's our focus. Not with each other full. And it's a trip, dog. It's a fucking trip. Like, I know she's proud of everything I've done and everything I do, and I'm proud of her, of everything she's done, everything she's doing. And But it's a different type of respect, fool. It's almost like a family, like a cousin, like a brother, like a sister. It's weird, dog. It's weird. Like, I don't see her sexually anymore. Um, It's different, dog. It's just crazy different, fool. 
And it's unfortunate that it's this way, that it had to end up this way rather than what how it was intended to when we got married for. You know what I mean? And that's where, like, you start to, like, fuck, man. The fuck happened here kind of shit, right? Uh, but I am 42 years old now, man. It took me a long time to figure that out. It took me that, and it also took me to some dark places financially, career-wise, where I wasn't happy or doing well. Uh, as a father, there was times where I was being not a good parent. Um, then I got my heart broken, heart broken, heart broken really, really bad. And I think that is what I needed for. I needed, that was my, um, what is that? When you go rock bottom. That was my rock bottom for my rock bottom with a DUI. You know, what? That, that's almost going to be like four or five years ago. That happened in 2018. Um, all that. And, you know, that was in my late 30s. My DUI. You know, I was, uh, my DUI, when I got my DUI, guys, I think I've talked about this. Like, I went through a really hard time financially. Fool. That, that DUI wiped me out. Fool. Wiped out all my savings. And I only had like $10,000 in my savings. And all that shit just Gone before I knew it, I had like 1300, 900. Once I got under a thousand, I was like, Whoa, bro, I'm panicking, fool. Like, I couldn't drive, I didn't have an, uh, a license. I had a bucket of cars that were breaking down on me because I didn't have a license, so I didn't want to buy a new car or a good car. So I had just bought, I would buy buckets, $1,500, $2,500 cars, fool, cash just to get me around, but then they would break down on me. And leave me stranded, fool. And it was crazy, fool. And fool, like I had like no, not fool. I was crazy, dog. Like, and my career wasn't doing that great at the time during that period. Um, yeah, this was before all that. Oh man, yeah, it was crazy, bro. And so then, then I fall in love with this one chick, and I thought this was it. This I'm gonna live happily ever after. I found my soulmate, the one. And then that bitch just stomped on my fucking heart and just spit me out and threw me off to the gutter full. And that, all that just had the same accumulation of things. It was like my karma, my beatdown. And somehow, like, to me, the pandemic was one of the best things that happened to me, fool. One of the best things. That stimmy check, I make fun of the stimulus checks and all these things, fool. The PPP. P loans or whatever the fuck, all that, all that, it just made me like I I got all that, I got fucking everything full, and then I started just saving money, recalculating, just basically a reset full. It was a whole reset, spending time at home with my kids full. I learned how to cook, clean, wash, like like self, like take care of myself full and. Man, dog, it just reset everything. It made me hungry for comedy again. It made me just thirsty for that again. And that, that one year of lockdown that we had, of get no shows, get no traveling, get no school for the kids, get no work. Bro, I was just focused at home on taking care of me. I'm going to work on myself. I did, fool. I did that. And working, being a better parent. I bonded with my kids. I bonded with my little one who was little at four, five years old at the time, full three, four years old. 
And it was just one of, like, it just fucking took off from there. When shit opened up again, I was fucking like a raging bull ready to go, dog. And I haven't looked back since, fool. Like that pandemic, fool, that 2020 year. Dude, Dodgers won a championship, bro. Lakers won a championship. And I was just like, everything just like started like the sun, the sky is cleared up. And I was just like, boom, boom. Before I knew it, dog, I had X amount of dollars in my bank account. Then X times two, X times three. And I was like, fuck, fuck, things are going good. Got torchata with oat milk. Got the fucking King of Downey. Got HBO. Got all these shit stuck. Just started to come full. I started getting residual checks from Pan, uh, Pandora, Spotify, iTunes. Like, I started getting these checks coming in, dog. And it was just gracias. Things like just think good things started happening, fool. Before I knew it, dog. I'm because uh, I couldn't spend money and I was just sent, I was just saving that fool. I was just the house, fool. And I was just getting all this fucking money and I was like, fuck, fool. Then I started getting these tours, these big shows. And I was like, fuck, dog, it's on, fool. Like the movie, that check or chapter of milk, that check came in. Oh, I was just, I'm not, I may be oversharing right now, fool, but everything just started, fool. Once I got that chick out of my fucking life who kept fucking me up and hurting me, and then the DUI, the three years probation fucking came and went, and fucking catching up on all my debt, you know. Everything that I fucking accumulated through in that time, gone. Like, my fucking credit score, like, is like 200 points better from where it was three, four years ago, dog. Like, it's just, man, good things, dog. Good, good things. Meeting some great people, some good people. And I don't know what to tell you guys. This, it's crazy, fool. What I'm trying to say is that it's been a long, crazy road, fool. And, uh, yeah. Weddings, don't do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a trip. Fool. That's where I stand with weddings. We're, 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 with weddings, like I learned so much from that experience, from marriage. From marriage, I learned so much from that. Like all my faults, all my demons, all the bad in me that came out of me during that period of time and all that guilt I felt afterwards, fool, all the bad shit that I went through. You know, when she left me, when we broke up, it was a really dark time for me. But I had comedy. Comedy is what kept me not, I'm not going to go as drastic as saying living or breathing. It wasn't that drastic, but it took me out of a dark place. That's for sure, dark, you know. And I just focused all my energy after my divorce in 20, I've been doing comedy in 2009. I got divorced around 2012, 2013. 2013, 2013, because Nicolas was born in 2014, late 2014. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it was 2013, early 2013, we separated, uh, and I, and that was a really hard time for me. So I just focused on comedy full and 2013 to 2017, when I got on Netflix, that four year span full 2013 to 2017 was just me hitting mics, 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 stand up, stand up, stand up building all this material that I turned into good, stepdad shit, single father shit, dating, everything that was hurting inside of me, I turned it into fucking my routine, dog, into jokes. And so it's one of those things where, like, if that stuff would not have happened to me, 
I would not be a single parent talking. I don't know, man. It's like it's like a that shit, right? That when you get something in something bad into lemons, I turned those lemons into lemonade, bro. Basically, what I'm trying to tell you, for it was a weird road. And it's not a road that I advise for anybody, for for people who get married. I want them to stay married because I know how hard it can be. And even if you don't succeed in marriage, how tough that fucking road is to pick up the pieces for both sides, for man, uh, man, man, man. I don't know. I went into this fucking place I shouldn't have gone for, but I think I did TMI a little too much. Um, all right. That's pretty much it, fool. Uh, let me just tell you, I got some shows this week. Pomona Fox Theater. Con los Toxicos. Pomona Fox Theater. Saturday, July 16th. Sunday, July 17th. Catch me at the mic drop. Mic drop. San Diego, California, fool. Please come out. Tickets still available. Only $15 Sunday, all right? And then I'm going to be in... I'm coming to Laugh Out Loud, San Antonio, Texas, July 28th. Then I'm coming Saturday, July 30th. Saturday, July 30th, Corpus Christi, Mesquite. Mesquite. I'm working on a Friday day, July 29th. In between that, nothing's confirmed yet. I'm shooting my shot at a couple places. I may do Fort Worth again. That's where I want to go. But I'm still waiting to hear back from them. I know it's becoming short notice because July 29th is creeping up, fool. Um, but yeah, those are my major shows that I have. Bellflower, July 22nd. Friday, July 22nd. Bellflower, California, bro. At the stand-up comedy club. I'm headlining. Come check me out right there. Full Portifaz way. All right? Um, yeah, dude. A lot of shows. Please check me out, fool. Listen to all that stuff, man. And, uh. Yeah, man, I had so much other shit. So, congratulations to Lizzie once again, getting married. Yes, I hope I uh, didn't spoil the mood there so much. But yeah, man, um, yeah, <laughs> that was crazy, fool. That was a crazy time, fool. Being married was, man, it wasn't always bad. It was me who made that shit bad. It was, it was I who fucked up. And I'll always say that, fool. I fucked up. Um, but I own that shit now, fool. I own it. Of course, I regret it because of how things work, uh, how things happen. Of course, I regret that. I don't know if I regret not being married right now. I don't know about that. Uh, but I'm okay. I'm good. I'm really good. Will I ever get married again, man? There's certain people who are pressuring me, who I care about a lot. But at this point in time in my life, at 42 years old, I don't see it happening. Maybe at 43, 44, 45, that changes. But here today, July, what is it? July 13th. I just, I can't see it right now, doc. I can't. It, it just, I got PTSD, más que nada, that way. I got PTSD for it's traumatic, doc, what I've gone through. But who knows, fool? I'll never say never, fool. I'll never say never. I mean, when I was all sprung up on that chick I tell you about, fool, I was fucking down to get married, fool. I was waiting for the moment where that conversation can come up, where we can figure it out where we want to go or next steps and she never let that shit happen fool um so unfortunately at that time i was all distraught about it fool because we broke up before even getting a real chance at what this could be for i was all in for you gotta understand i was all in dog 2017 2018 2019 i was all in with this person dog hard 
hard for all in. And uh, yeah, that pandemic was like the end of all. That's it. We just said, we can't see each other. We can't be around each other right now anyway. It's too weird. You know, it's just, you know, fucking take care of your family, yourself. I'll take care of my family and myself. And I mean, it was her that broke it all up, fool. And I just had a hard time accepting it for a bit. But once I accepted it, it was on, fool. Like I said, 2020 was a game changer for me, die. And I give this pandemic some credit for that, fool. Helping me reset, recharge, and refocus on the important things of life. My career, my kids, my family. That was that fucking pandemic. That time at home, that time out at home. Damn. Spending all that time with my kids, fool. I know I, I, I screamed and kicked the entire time. I fucking vented and cried about it all the time. But at the same time, it was, it was helping me out, fool. I was even working out at the house, like everything, eating healthier, fool. Cooking breakfast, lunch, and dinner, fool. Just, you know, I, like there was nothing, nowhere to go, nowhere to be, fool. I had checks coming in from different places, dog. From the beautiful government, from Mr. Trump himself. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, yeah, dog. It was like a lot of that. And that just helped me. Like, all right, I got this. I can do this. That's what domestic life is like. Andale. I got it now, fool. That's how it is, fool. So, yeah, Mr. Domesticated. That's what I'm calling this episode. Mr. Domesticated. That's what this fucking shit happened, huh? All right, fool. I'm out of here. Have a good one, dude. Ya me pasé, verga. This is almost an hour episode, fool. No, my anches, wait. Nah, next time I'm going to be 15 minutes, fool. That's it. Fuck this shit, dog. I'm out of here, dog. Y'all have a great rest of the week. I'm Jerry G. I'm out. Babe.